Family from the Heart podcast episode number 261. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Welcome to another episode of The Family from the Heart, a podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family, a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Cliff and Stephanie, 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 Stephanie Okay, that's show. seriously, it's getting, it's getting on my nerves. What? The echo. That you need to emphasize. I like it's the, getting on my nerves. Do you know why I emphasize it? Because I know it because it gets you. on my nerves. <laughs> Stop it! It's bad enough in the in the thing in the in the intro. It's bad enough. It's it's bad in, enough there. I don't need you to emphasize it anymore. All right, I will attempt. And I just need to make a point to say I did ask you to take that out, and you liked it, so it stayed. Would you like me to go and have it taken out? No, because I don't want to create more work for um, Isabella, right? Isabella? Isabella and Mike. And Mike. Mm -hmm. They'd be happy to do it. I'm sure they would. It would be, I mean, it would be like nothing for him to go and take that out. Okay. Would you prefer that it not be there? I think so. Oh my goodness. so don't like it. It's fine. As long as you stop, like, seriously, you got to stop, stop. Stop. Stop emphasizing it after. My name is Stephanie. There are All no right. extra echoes. All right. Fair enough. Done. Awesome. I will attempt. Hey, is there a way for me I, to see? I can't even talk. No. Um, I want to see the show notes that you rearranged. Yes. How can I get those on, Bert? How can you get those on, Bert? Well, you'd have to sign into Workflowy. Ugh, I hate the name of that app. They seriously need me working for them to rename it you, well you know i think the guy knows that it needs some help too but, <laughs> well, then he should do something about it but it's already a done deal it's i mean it, it's right. known as workflow even if he changed it now it would still so, exactly. here so, do well okay so yeah. who's so gonna sign me into workflowy well i'll tell you what why don't you start talking and about something i can say that i'm really um i'm really Feeling extremely um, technology challenged the last few days. It's like it's all disappeared. I can't make anything do anything. Your 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 iPad Mini is completely unresponsive. Well, that happens when you're like tapping on it, like it's what it's. All right. Don't push his buttons. Don't push his buttons. <laughs> This is this is not how I intended to start yeah. out this week's episode. Oh, but uh, with real life, you didn't intend to make it like real and authentic. No, I wanted totally inauthentic. I know he did, he ain't kidding you either because we were at lunch and he was asking me for topics and he was like, "Okay, so about this topic, like, what are we going to talk about?" I'm like, "Uh, I don't know. Conversation's supposed to." Be free flowing. I don't need the show notes. You know, I, I don't really like them anyway. It, it, there's a bug in there. Bert has it's, a bug. It's not a. It's not Bert. It's Google Chrome, and it has a bug. Okay, Google Chrome on Bert has a bug. <sighs> Very okay. good. Can we, so can anyway, we, can so we Cliff was trying to script me while we were at 
lunch. I wasn't going to script you. I was oh, just, don't lie. I was don't, to, don't lie. I was going to provide an outline don't for lie. our talk so that we could make sure that we But this is so much better. Like oh, the whole... I'm, the first four minutes of this episode, seriously, this is so much better. Oh my goodness. All right. <laughs> Never mind. I will... For those of you who are still listening, we know that you're our diehard, hard, you know, loyal community members that will put up with just about anything that we have to do ourselves. Well, I thought that's who we did the show for. It is. If that's not who we do the show for, then why are we doing the show? Why are you guys listening? Kim says this is think, great. I did not think that Family from the Heart was... I've tried that before, Eric. What? <laughs> Stephanie Unscripted. Um, oh, yeah. That was fun. And... um. But I didn't think that Family from the Heart was about about drawing in new um, new listeners. I thought that, no. that this whole behind the scenes yes, was this. for those who was for those who care. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're you're right. This, this is not necessarily a podcast uh, that we put out to draw new folks because. Obviously, the first 90 right. seconds of this week's episode is not drawing right. anybody new in. No, I just, I need to take a second. Okay. We we intentionally make the first four minutes of this episode. And now we're going into six. Yes. <laughs> we make it as bad as possible to really get rid of all the, the fluff. Okay. That's not true. Um, And th- it's not always bad. It just started different than what you expected. That doesn't make it bad. That's true. Okay. It makes it fun. And more real. And I just need to take a second, okay, to tell, to, to comment on Eric, what did our Eric friend say? Eric Fisher. We have to in say the Eric room. Fisher like nine times in this episode because yeah, we... We totally, I need to say that we created a topic on our topics list totally to plug Eric Fisher. It's just happening a little bit sooner um, than expected because he's in the chat room. Yes. And he says, coming soon to GSPN, Stephanie Unscripted. Wait, that's how it's always been. And I just need to say, that's not how it's always been. <laughs> if you go back and listen to like the early, early Lost episodes, early, early Lost episodes, it you'll probably be listening for, I don't know what, 45, 60 episodes before you get to meet like the real Stephanie. <laughs> because Cliff literally scripted me because he was terrified of people meeting his real wife. Because, you know, ain't nobody going to listen if you let her out. <laughs> and there are some days when the ugly Stephanie's not even allowed here. <laughs> she's, she's not even allowed to come on here. There was that episode, you know. <laughs> there was. I think it's at gspn.tv slash that episode. I, 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 did we actually title that, that? I mean, did we actually make it uh, a link for that? It, yes, it is. It's episode 175. So one, it was yeah. titled that episode. It, so it's and, um, and if you go to gspn.tv slash that episode, right. that you get that episode of Family from the Heart. Yes, you do. Steph, the real, the, you know, not the yeah. real Stephanie. I, I started. I just I got on a roll and I couldn't stop. Yeah, that was it a was, fun one. It was fun. Clips like, please just stop. Please I, stop. I, and I love that that show was sponsored by Mardell Christian Bookstore. <laughs> it was. Uh, oh, the best fun. part was when I got the call from my dad a few days later. Yeah. <laughs> that was the best part. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, so this can be some of the best starts to yeah. podcasts. But we do have a whole list of prepared topics a whole list. to talk about that I fought the urge 
um, or I fought Cliff's urge to script me. Okay, very good. Well, since we're on the Eric Fisher thing, many of you know, and for those of you who are relatively new, not because you found this podcast and enjoyed it right away and are a subscriber, <laughs> but because you found us through somewhere else, and we are less authentic there. <laughs> That's not true. Not no. anymore. No, 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 no. But you found you, you for those of you who are relatively new, for whatever reason, you might be tuning into this show. We don't know why. Um <laughs> Because we're fun. We like to have this little thing that we do. It's it's kind of like um, if you ever watched Fringe, there's this little Easter egg that's hidden in every episode. Although that's mm-hmm. what I hear. Um, I have not had the keen eye to notice it. But from what I understand, in every episode of Fringe, there is a scene somewhere where you can see one of the quote unquote observers. Now, there are many right. episodes where I actually caught, you know, the glimpse of the uh, observer. Several episodes, I didn't see it, and I wonder if that's actually true. If he what if he was actually or a an observer was seen in every episode, but we have this little thing. It started a long time ago where we try to say Eric Fisher in our episodes. He happens to be one of our great friends and very long time community members. And I don't know how we got started with it, but we did. I don't know. But I, re- I do realize that there have been several episodes without an Eric Fisher reference. There have. So we're making up with it with this episode. I think that was like the 14th, 15th time. Oh, yes. That we said his name. And to, today we will actually start our first official topic. Nine minutes and 30 seconds into this. Um, with uh, a, a special homage to our good friend. Um, right. Eric you should Fisher. hurry up because I already have a tangent. You already have a tangent? It's totally Eric Fisher related. Okay. Well, you can tell us the, the, the tangent in just a moment. But I just want to say thanks to Eric because not that I did, not that I had any problem totally, uh, you know, loving my iPad mini uh, before. My iPad mini is my favorite piece of technology as far as for consumption of content and as far as, you know, playing around and enjoying and reading books and, and all that stuff. My iPhone is my second favorite device because it's so portable and stuff like that. Although if the iPad mini had a phone, I would get rid of my iPhone and I would just use the iPad that, mini. That'd look really funny. I'm yeah. just saying. I would use my earbuds. How often do I talk on the phone, really? Not much, actually. Exactly. And I could use the speakerphone if I just needed to grab a quick right. call. But anyway, um, and then my my computer. But here's the situation. I like to carry my iPad mini. You know, bare naked. I like it. I like it nice and thin and 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 butt naked. Butt naked, exactly. Gotcha. I like it. I like it butt naked. But anyway, when I go out of the house, I want to make sure it's protected. And so I had bought this big folio case that protects it, and it adds a ton of bulk. It's like carrying seven iPad Minis and and you know squished. Actually, together. it's not. It's not that many. That was an over exaggeration. Now I had a similar case. To yours, um, when I got Bert, who is my iPad Mini, and um, and yes, I say I, that's that's the only thing I call him is Bert. Yeah. And when I say go get Bert, the kids know what I mean. I mean that. Yeah. Okay. Um, but um, McKenna dropped Bert in the car, and one of the little um, corners corners broke, and so. He wouldn't stay in his case anymore. The corners of the case, the, yeah, the restraining por- that it clicks into piece. that yep. it, the the plastic piece that it clicks into. So, um, you were in need of a case. So I was in need of a case, but I liked my old case. I liked that how it felt um, when I was reading. 
it felt like I was holding, you know, a real book. So I didn't think that it was all that bulky as what you are describing it as. Yeah. Well, mine was is bulkier than yours because it has actually mine had not just the flap over, but it also had that flap there. Okay. Well, mine had just had a little plastic piece for that. Okay. Yeah. So mine was a little bulkier than yours. Anyway, to take this thing out in a case, it was like covering it in some kind of Samsonite briefcase or whatever for me. Uh, so I didn't like it as much when I took it away from the house, but I didn't want to take it unprotected. So uh, Eric Fisher sends me this email. And he says, dude, you got to check out this case. And it's called Envelope. All right. Envelope iPad mini case. And he linked to a YouTube review of it. And it snaps right in. It's form-fitted. It's molded. And it's kind of like this faux leather thing. And I looked at it, and it's like, man, that looks just like the case that I have with my Amazon Kindle. You know, the as far as the form-fitting uh, feel of it, it doesn't add a lot of bulk to it. And it also has the smart, it has the smart cover functionality of the uh, official Apple smart cover. Right. But it's not just the front; it actually protects the back of the case and everything. And um, I, I, I watched the video. I'm like, that looks great. And he says, the best part is it's only like $25 or it was $20. I think it's $20. And I'm like, no Sounds way. Right. That case, because usually an iPad case is like, you know, 50 bucks for a decent iPad case. So it's 20 bucks and uh, we each got one and I absolutely love it. And if you guys want to see it, if you want to see it, all you have to do is go to gspn.tv slash iPad, iPad mini case, all one word gspn.tv slash iPad mini case and you will see uh, exactly what we're talking about and I got the navy blue one and you got the one that's actually called vintage blue yes and I, I love it because this is this is a really pretty color blue and um, I like it I like that oh sorry um, I like the way it sounds when it hits my microphone. <laughs> it does. It sounds beautiful. I, I was hit. I was hitting my microphone earlier today, and I, I was just remarking it. Man, I love that sounds the, great. the the smart cover. Um, I was finding when Bert didn't have his um, cover that it was um, his battery was running dead a lot because I got so used to just leaving um, it and letting it shut itself. Right, off. and um, so or, I'm I'm happy. Or I to may have, have actually turned off your auto shut off too. You may have, I don't know, but, um, so I really, I really like having a case, um, back on it. I like the way that it folds under and, and the different ways that it, that it, um, props Bert up. Um, it's awesome. It is. It's, it's very good. So thank you, Eric. Thank very you very good. much, Eric Fisher for, for the recommendation. Yes. I now never take my iPad mini out of its case. And the cool thing is, is it's so thin and, and, uh, streamlined that I have the, you know, what we call, it's called a rack mount or ram mount. And you don't have to take And I don't have to take off. it out of the case to actually keep it in my mount, which right. is pretty sweet. That is sweet. Yeah. So my Eric Fisher tangent yes. would be to speak directly to Eric. <gasps> okay. And say, check your calendar and tell me what you're doing on Sunday, August 11th. There you go. And then email. And then email Cliff. Yeah. Or Stephanie. Actually, CCS. <gasps> wow. How cool yeah, would that be? That would be cool. So anyway, do that for us. What date please. is it? Sunday what? Sunday, August 11th. Okay. It's 24 days away. All right. because we might, I know that? We might be driving through a certain area of, of your town. <laughs> we might be. Or close enough to take a, a detour. <laughs> exactly. Um, 
But yeah, you know how I know that? Why? How? That it's 24 days away? Because your birthday is coming up. Because my birthday is coming and it's 23 days away. And I am so excited. Um, We will be in Chicago on my birthday to see Taylor Swift, um, the Red Tour. I cannot wait. And yes, I am. um, I'm, I'm just... I'm a little bit speechless that, that this is what I get to do for my birthday. And I'm so excited. So excited. I'm, I want to tell you right now, I'm excited. Awesome. I am. I am excited, number one, for the road trip. Uh, I'm excited to go to Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to see Taylor Swift in concert. Awesome. I'm not a huge fan of all of her music, mm-hmm. but there are at least seven to ten songs of hers that... Over the course of all of our albums that I like, a lot of them are on Red. Mm-hmm. Uh, and knowing that this is the Red Tour, she'll sing a lot of yep. those songs, which is cool. Um, I And I've always found that if there's somebody that I like, most of the time, I really like the energy of a live performance. I love, I love the, and, and, and you know, here's the thing. Um, I prefer, I prefer to listen to Taylor um, on her album. Um I'm, I'm not going to um, to see her show <laughs> to hear Taylor sing live. <laughs> I'm going to see the show. Right. She and her her um, her band and her dance they put on a show. Yeah. And when we were in Tennessee um, two weeks ago, the um, the video for the song Red came out, and it's clips from it's clips. From the tour, and I am even more excited now to to go and to experience it. And yeah, yeah. I, I'm excited. There's a very little girl part of me that is well, and a and a grown up girl part of me too that is yeah. just over the moon. And 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 I I like her more for her story than I do her music, and uh, just to see where she came from and where she is today, and uh, just to to see her fan base, yeah. you know, and and stuff like that to. Just, just to you know, I, I just like that story, and and so I'm, I'm excited, I, and to know that you're, you're excited about this, and it's I'm your excited. birthday present, and it's my birthday present. I bought my concert outfit. I am, I am ready to go. Awesome, and I'm looking forward to taking you. Thank you. All righty, gonna uh, work on Matt's attitude though. He's totally raining on my parade. Oh, he'll be fine. <laughs> okay. All right. The next uh, topic that I have here is uh, real quickly. I want to tell you guys about a brand new venture from. Uh, my good friend Michael Stelzner, and it is called MyKidsAdventures.com. Uh, you can find it at MyKidsAdventures.com. And it is a brand new website that just launched last week, and it is devoted to busy parents who are looking for some creative help in finding uh, exciting uh, activities for you to do with your kids. So um, I know for for me as a as a father, I, I and I shared this on podcast Answer Man, but I I tend to put a lot of my own a lot of my creative energy into my work, and often t- you know when we actually go on vacation and stuff like that, I put some creative energy into trying to do some exciting things. We'll talk about some of the fun things that we have done on vacation and 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 some activities that we've been a part of. You know that that it will be something we'll remember. But when it when we're back at home, I struggle to think creatively about what we can do. And of course, I've talked here many times. It's like, man, I feel like for us to have a good family time, 
I want to leave the house and go do something. I, I've said that several times. You do. You say that all the time. And uh, anyway, if you go to mykidsadventures.com, you will always be uh, faced with brand new ideas of things that you can do. Some of them will be leaving the house. Some of them will be things you can do at the house. Uh, for example, here are a couple ideas uh, that are of more interest to me. How to make an adventure movie with your kids. Now, this could be done at your home or this could be done in some kind of like park or the woods or any kind of other location that you might choose. Uh, but it would be fun. I think it'd be fun to make a movie with the kids. Um, there is how to create a backyard treasure hunt Minecraft style. Our kid, Two of our kids love, love Minecraft. Minecraft. Yeah. Um, here's one. How to create a glow-in-the-dark bowling uh, alley in your home. Okay. So it's uh, it's with 20-ounce bottles with glow sticks inside of them. Fun. Yeah. And you use a basketball as a bowling ball. Fun. Doesn't that sound exciting? I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't have to be like, wow, this is the greatest. But it's just something to do as a family. Uh, and then um, I actually want to do this. I want to have a family camping night Ugh. in our living room. Ugh. Okay. What? Nothing. You can sleep on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe we can take our, our mattress off of our bed and bring it into the living room. <laughs> right. But uh, the whole idea is to have a easily easy family night with indoor camping. Okay. And so there's an entire article on tips and ideas of things that you can do to make your indoor camping adventure. Awesome. Uh, but you know they'll have um, the articles. I happen to know will be you know they'll be split up to things that you can do at home, things you can do in an urban setting, like if you're going into a city. Uh, and you know I, I imagine there'll be road trip ideas and just adventures. And uh, so, anyway, I'm I'm excited about this venture that Michael Stelzner has put together, and uh, and I encourage people to check it out. It's mykidsadventures.com, and uh, yeah. Anyway, there you go. So, uh, so some of the things, like some of the my favorite things that we do when we're on vacation, uh, when we went to the uh, Douglas, when we went to Douglas Lake, which is uh, my family's lake house uh, outside of the Smoky Mountains. Well, actually, my favorite thing to do is to go up into the mountains, but we, well, we rarely ever yeah. do that. Uh, but That's so true. What? When we were going regularly, we were we were doing that. Right. We just haven't been. Well, that was the first time we'd been to Tennessee in over a year. I know. Okay. So, anyway, um, some things that we've done a couple times. One is uh, Forbidden Cavern, which is just minutes away. Actually, that's kind of funny. It's it's more like a half an hour away, but right. it takes a half an hour just to get to this to actually right. from the, the house road. to the main road. Right. So, but once, it, but it's right. It's like just a couple miles down from the the main road where we actually or where we get on the main road. But it's Forbidden Cavern, and it's kind of like if you've ever been to Mammoth Cave before. And if uh, I realize a lot of people haven't even been there, but uh, if you haven't gone caving, caving is fun. Uh, it, it's pretty exciting. I actually enjoy. Going into the national parks and 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 going into caves and exploring them, uh, the fun part about caves is that they're always the same temperature year round, and in the winter time, that means you'll go in and it's kind of nice and warm because it's you know usually about fifty or sixty degrees in there, um, and if you're going in the summertime, it's always nice and cool, which is the same temperature. Uh, but Forbidden Cavern is a little off the beaten path 
cave uh, that was discovered uh, just outside of Pigeon Forge in Sevierville, Tennessee. And it's uh, not too expensive to go in and enjoy. And it's, it's a big enough cave to where it's, you know, you go in and you really get the cave experience there. Cool. Have you gone into I've Forbidden Cavern? No, I have not. You haven't been into it I with haven't. Us. Um, no. The first time you guys went, I was sick, so I stayed at the house. And then this most recent trip, um, Megan and myself and your sister went um, to have our nails done. Gotcha. Which is pretty much now we've decided that we're going to the caves it's code for it's time to get our nails done. All right. Well, <laughs> it's I, girl talk. Okay, so I enjoy going to the caves. I know you do. And do M- our other two kids? M- McKenna and Matthew did not fight against it, so I mean they okay they were fine. And okay. I, I don't think it's their favorite thing to do, but I think it's a fun thing, and I think it's something that for me, what I'm going for is is the adventure part of it, and something that's going to to create a memory. Okay. So I think that you know. When our kids are older, they have their kids and stuff like that. If there's ever an opportunity to go and uh, see some caves or something like that, it'll remind them of the times that we went. And that's what I like. I, I like the idea of having okay that. All right. Okay. Uh, so, and then right next to Forbidden Cavern in uh, Sevierville, Tennessee, is the Trout Farm. I don't know the name, what the name of the Trout Farm is, but they have this... Uh, Trout farm. What are you doing? Communicating with our daughter. Okay. This, what's Would going you on? rather bust in and interrupt? No. Okay. Well, she needs her mom, and so I'm texting her. All right. Would you like me to pause so we can interact together in a minute? Um, I'm I am interacting. Did I not just Did I not just talk about it being code for going to get my nails done? Okay. That's enough. I I am interacting. I'm not interrupting. All right. But I am interacting. Okay. Or at least I thought I was. That's fine. So, um, the trout farm, trout farm smells, I don't know what it's called either, but it smells like trout, (laughs) but I do enjoy, um, I did the one time that I was there, I've been there more than once, but the one time that McKenna fished that I was there, I did and what I did enjoy watching her, um, try to catch her fish. Um, I like now that they don't just fry it. They cook it in other ways also. So you go in catch your fish and then they clean it and cook it and then you eat your fish yep and um and it's really it's really cool or they'll clean the fish and you can pack it up and take it with and you take so it you with can you. cook it right. later uh but yeah it, it's pretty cool they have this little fishing pond and it's got tons and tons of trout in it and they have little fishing poles which are really kind of bamboo sticks with just a fishing line and a hook at, at the end of it and they usually start you off with bait that you know you might get a nibble here and there, but they're they're really not all that into it. And then after they let you play around for a while, then they put some real good bait on there that pretty much guarantees that you are going to catch a fish. Right. Um, so it, it's a lot of fun. Um, it, now, this is not inexpensive, um, but it is an experience, and it's it's a lot of fun. And, it, and by the way, I, I, I guess it would be considered farm-raised trout, so it's not obviously... You know, fresh Atlantic, right? You know, and and I, I would imagine you'd have to wa- watch how much of that type of fish that you eat. I don't know about mercury and all that stuff, but uh, I, if that's even a problem in trout, I know it's a problem in in 
uh, salmon. farm salmon. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but anyway, it is a fun experience. And if you ever go there, you can get the fish fried if you desire. But I would encourage you to have it baked and actually to get it uh, blackened. It's not as spicy as you might think. And it is super, super yummy. Right. Oh, and they they will serve you hush puppies too, which are they're yummy. Now, I know this is how we've been having the trout now. Um, the last few times we've been down there, we go and... Um, but is the Trout House still open? The in, Trout House is still open. Is I that believe. in Pigeon Forge or Gatlinburg? That's I don't. In downtown Gatlinburg. It's in downtown is where Gatlinburg. That was. We used to go there every time we were. We used to. We were down there, and we haven't done that in a long time. We haven't. But I'll be honest with you, the the, the atmosphere of the Trout Farm is I, not necessarily as as elegant or nice. Uh, but um, they do actually have a back a little back restaurant area that we ate in this last time that you haven't seen yet. Oh, okay. And that was a, that was a much more enjoyable okay. experience than eating out on a picnic so, table. But I wonder if these trout aren't coming from the trout uh, the, from the trout farm from the streams, which oh, would no, be the they same. Are. Okay, well yeah. then it's still fresh. It's oh, I it's didn't not farm raised if it's coming from the streams of the. That's true. I I don't know where the trout farm gets theirs or if they're. Or if they raise them there. Okay. But you're right. It, but yeah, that I could mean, be fresh from the streams. Right. That's how they could be catching them. I'd never thought of that. And they could be catching them and putting them in their pond. See, I'm <laughs> interacting. Look at that. And texting. <laughs> ha. Your theory was wrong. Uh, anyway. So um, n- next time we go there, we'll have to ask him about that. Yeah. That'd be a good thing to know. And uh, another fun thing that we did this last time, of course, you can't go to the Smoky Mountains and be faced with lots of options for putt putt. <laughs> you have hill- there's like tons. There's hillbilly golf where you can actually p- play putt putt on the side of a steep mountain, which we've done before. We have done. Uh, and and didn't Megan fall down? Didn't she? Didn't she like that was in, no, that was in Myrtle Beach. No. Yep. Okay. I've got the pictures to show you. Uh, okay. Anyway, so, um, but yes, m- there's lots of opportunities for putt-putt or mini golf, if you will. And uh, one of my favorites now is Firehouse Golf. Yes. Which is right in the heart of uh, Pigeon, Pigeon Forge. Forge. And it's a little outdoor shopping mall kind of area. And it's right in the center of that. And they have two separate um, two separate um, courses, 18-hole 18 yeah. 18. courses. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we went there this last time. And the uh, special thing that I think we'll always remember now is this was the first time we've gone putt-putt golf and it was raining. Right. Pouring down well, raining. had we not had to sit in traffic for an hour. We would have beat it. We would have beat it. But um, we did. We, we played in the rain and it was um, it was fun. But I hate to be wet like like I hate to be wet like that. And my my clothes were wet. It was ridiculous. And then we had to go eat after. Well, I guess we didn't have to, but we chose to. And um, and then the restaurant was air conditioned, and we were wet, so we were freezing. It was it was it was a memory. It was definitely a memory of for an sure. adventure. Can't call it fun just yet. 
<laughs> no, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. Um, and, and it was wet, but it was. A, I I found myself completely enjoying our time together. And although we were all wet, we knew we were going to be wet. Right. And it wasn't like we were complaining. Nobody really was was let down or anything. Yeah. It's just like, eh, it is what it is. We're wet. So what? Yeah. And we had a great time. And we, my uh, sister and their and her family went with us. And uh, that was just a fun experience. And we weren't really keeping score no. um, and stuff like that. But it was it was just a fun time. 18 holes of mini golf in the, in the rain, in the pouring rain. It wasn't it wasn't pouring, but it was steady. It was a good, steady, yeah, solid rain. It was, yeah. It was a wet rain. It was, it, well, it was that. <laughs> it was. But um, definitely recommend the Firehouse Golf because it's so pretty. The the trees and the scenery and it's just, it's pretty. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yep. Oh, by the way, James Marler is in our chat room English with us Mountain live Trout today. English Mountain Trout Farm Grill. And it is uh, English Mountain Trout Farm is the name of the place. And uh, thanks for the link to the Facebook page. If you guys want to check at, check out a little bit more about this trout farm, you can go to gspn.tv slash trout farm and it will take you to their Facebook page. And uh, and uh, you, it's got their phone number and all kinds of other stuff. And you can see pictures of other people who have been there and uh, you can see what it looks like. A lot of pictures. But um, yeah, English Mountain Trout Farm and Grill. Awesome. You hook them, we cook them. That, that is their line, I know. <laughs> And it smells like dead fish guts. <laughs> nice. It does. All right. So we are 33 minutes into this. We have time now to go right into what do I desire? Are you ready to have this? Sure. All right. So let me go ahead and pull up the video on Facebook. This is something that I talked about. I have an entire episode of Podcast Answer Man devoted to this. It's episode 316. And if you guys want to hear my own, like, just going on and on about this video and the message in it, um, you can hear that at podcastanswerman.com slash 316. But uh, this is an Alan Watts um, uh, talk that he gave, and he or he is actually the one who is narrating this. His name is Alan Watts. Um, I don't necessarily believe in everything that Alan Watts has ever said. Uh, he, he has a lot of materials out there. But I love the message of this video, and so I'm going to play it for us right here. What do you desire? What makes you itch? What sort of a situation would you like? Let's suppose I do this often in vocational guidance of students. They come to me and say, well, uh, we're getting out of college and we haven't the faintest idea what we want to do. So I always ask the question, what would you like to do if money were no object? What, how would you really enjoy spending your life? Well, it's so amazing as a result of our kind of educational system, crowds of students say, well, we'd like to be painters, we'd like to be poets, we'd like to be writers, but as everybody knows, you can't earn any money that way. Or another person says, well, I'd like to live an out-of-doors life and ride horses. I say, do you want to teach in a riding school? Uh, let's go through with it what do you want to do when we finally got down to something which the individual says he really wants to do I will say to him you do that and uh, forget the money uh, because if you say that getting the money is the most important thing you will spend your life completely wasting your time 
You'll be doing things you don't like doing in order to go on living, that is to go on doing things you don't like doing, which is stupid. Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. And after all, if you do really like what you're doing, it doesn't matter what it is, you can eventually turn it, uh, you could eventually become a master of it. It's the only way to become a master of something, to be really with it. And then you'll be able to get a good fee for whatever it is. So don't, don't worry too much, uh, that's, uh, everybody's, uh, somebody's interested in everything. And anything you can be interested in, you'll find others in. But it's absolutely stupid to spend your time doing things you don't like in order to go on spending things you don't like and doing things you don't like and to teach your children to follow in the same track. See, what we're doing is we're bringing up children and educating them to live the same sort of lives we're living in order that they may justify themselves and find satisfaction in life by bringing up their children to bring up their children to do the same thing so it's all wretch and no vomit. It never gets there. And so, therefore, it's so important to consider this question. What do I desire? What do I desire? You know, I was uh, reading through the comments. By the way, this is on Facebook, and it has, uh, let's see, 18,625 people like it, and 76,301 th- people have shared it, uh, and it has... So far, 3,905 comments. And I am not shocked or surprised at all by the number of people who say, this is all phony baloney, you know, this can't be true, you know, this is pie in the sky, you know, this is irresponsible, you know, this message is irresponsible and stuff like that. And, you know, however, there's also the, you know, the opposite sentiments in here. This is amazing, you know, I love this. Um, there are people in there that says, "Wow, this this is this is going to change the the rest of my life." I, I never thought of it this way. Anyway, so I, I've obviously shared my thoughts online about this, but I w- I thought it'd be interesting to have just a little segment here on on failing from the heart to to see what you say, Steph, because one of the places where I where this was posted online, somebody says, "Yeah, Cliff, that you know, you say you believe that." But really, what if what if, what would you say if your kids told you they wanted to do, you know, to be a poet or to be a musician or to be this? Wouldn't you tell them that they need to go and get a job first and earn money, and or maybe they need to go to school and get an education before and and find the money before they start pursuing this stuff? So. I already gave my answer, and and people can probably recognize what I would to say. To that person, I would say you don't know us very well. Yeah. I'm, honestly, um, I don't think there's ever been... Um, may, maybe it's just the people who listen to Family from the Heart who would maybe get the sense that um, that's not what we tell our kids. You know, um, Right now, McKenna says she wants to be a teacher, and she fully understands that um, to be a teacher, in the sense that she means... Working in a classroom, having, you know, 23 to 28 students in a class, she has to go to college for that. To be an to elementary... To be a teacher the way she tells us... Yes. She wants to be a teacher. Yes. That she has to do that. But also, at eight years old, she understands that daddy's a teacher. He teaches people. 
what he knows. He teaches people what he loves. So there are other ways to be a teacher than going to college and getting a job where you work in a school and you have a classroom with, I mean, she understands that there are different ways to be a teacher. Okay. Right. Um, we tell our kids, find what you love. Find what you love and then find a way to do that. That's yeah. exactly what we tell our kids. This this message is exactly what we tell our it's kids. It's what we were telling our kids before you found the video. It's what we were, t- I mean, some people might remember a few years ago, we caused quite a fuss over the whole go to college, don't go to college thing. Um, I didn't go to college and I'm not missing out on anything. I didn't go to college I, and I'm doing pretty well. I don't work outside the home, but I'm still living a fantastic life, one that I never could have dreamed of and one that I don't think I needed college to get. I You don't work outside the home, but you, you do work. I understand that. That's why I said I don't okay. work outside the home. I don't work outside the home either. I don't wake up every day and go. Actually, okay. I do leave here sometimes to work. Sometimes, but I don't wake up every day and and go to a job. You do wake up every day and go to your job. That's true. I don't. I don't do that. You work part time. I wake up every day and my job is. It, it is there. I choose to stay in my bedroom and close the door and ignore it, or I choose to get up and go out and and do those things that. Um, conquer it that right to conquer it rather than letting it conquer me which it has been doing for quite a while um but i i want my kids i want my kids to enjoy what they're doing and to find a way to make a living doing it yes whether that is i'm i know the the example that you keep giving is moving to oklahoma and giving writing lessons well, that, that's or, you know because that was in the because video because it was in the video you know um megan um right now megan loves dance you know and if she wants to find a way to make dance her career or her job or then we need to help and support her in finding that yeah and and that's what we and so we you know as a result of you know this we've been having lots of conversations about just you know creatively thinking of ways to make a living from various different interests and passions. But and, if they want to go to college, they can. Yeah, if they if they but want they don't go, have to. Right. Exactly. And that that is that. Well, that's all I have to say about that. Nice. Thank you, Forrest Gump. Exactly. But uh, yeah, so that's what uh, that's been a topic of conversation. We've had a lot of uh, fun conversations in the car mm-hmm. about those different things, and and it's fun because our kids get it. I love when um, Megan came to me last week and said, "You know, Mom, I overheard this, and it didn't really, <laughs> it didn't really sit well with me, and I wanted to know what you thought about it." And she told me this story of overhearing a parent say that they wanted their their children to enter the military after turning 18. And she's like, but what if that's not what they want? Will that parent be disappointed in them? Will that parent not support them in what they choose to do because they're not doing what the parent thinks they should do? You know, and she was really, she was really bothered by that. Yeah. It really didn't sit well with her and she's 13. Right. And so I I think that, I think that our kids understand a few things. Number one, we support them in almost everything they want to do. Yeah, almost. Almost Except everything. For being extremely lazy. It, right. <laughs> I, I I said almost. Yep. 
Okay. We support them in almost everything that they want to do. Uh, We have their back. And you can take a silly little hobby and turn it into a profitable career. career. You can do whatever you want to do. You can make crazy dreams come true. You can become a master of anything. The only thing you have to do is have a dream. And, and you have to apply yourself to it. it it's not going to come overnight. It's, right. it's not easy. Uh, but and and here's the thing. The other the other thing is is that um, you know, the the one thing that I hope we're teaching our kids is debt free living. Oh my goodness! Absolutely. Megan was already asking me, um, you know, about the envelope system and how she's going to make that work. Like they totally get it. Yeah. Like our kids won't even be living just debt-free they'll be living on on a a cash budget on a cash budget based upon their income not what they wish their income would be so they'll be able to take their income and say okay this is how much money i have now this now let me find where i need to allocate this right based upon my priorities and based upon what my means are and that's our job to teach that to them exactly and and so you know, if I, I can imagine, you know, if Megan wanted to be a dancer and, and she tried to go to Broadway and, and stuff like that, or she, if she tried to become a cast member of shows at Disney or she was on a cruise ship or whatever the case may be, wherever she tried to find a way to do that, she she would have to find a way to do that without making it through, you know, lots of, you know, right. taking on tons of debt. Right. And uh, that that's one of, it's like, and when you have no debt, you have so many options. And that's what I found it for us. You know, we, we were able to make it so that I could leave my career in insurance, even though we have a single income family. We had three young children at the time. And, uh, you know, I was able to leave that. But I, I was able to leave that because we had become debt free, debt free, minus our mortgage. You know, the question was, it, could we generate enough income by pursuing this hobby as a full time career? Could we generate enough income to, number one, pay the mortgage, and number two, put food on the table? Right. Is that possible? And I, and we thought about it. It's like, you know what? There's not, I mean, the mortgage isn't that bad, and putting food on the table, This we could get by with th- this amount, mm-hmm. and that's not a lot. And and yeah, I think we could pull that off. I think we can pull it off. And if, you know, if it had to be the mortgage... Uh, two car payments, three credit card payments, a student loan, um, and and you know we wouldn't have been able to. We do would that. have not been able to do it. Absolutely, we not. would not have been able to cover all of those expenses. And so the question is: is what do I desire? Now, once you have that picture, for some folks, it may take quite a bit of work, energy, and effort to get in transition into that. But I love the message that you know whatever it is that you desire. There's somebody else interested in that. And I love the the quote that says, find something that you'd be willing to do, that you love so much that you'd be willing to do it for free. Mm-hmm. And then be, become so great at doing that one thing that people would be willing to pay you to, to do, do it. it. And that's what I love. I, I you know, and, and, and the, my favorite message within this is, you you know, go with it. The only way to become a master is to be fully with it, to, mm-hmm. to fully devote yourself to it. And and that's what I love is, is this idea of becoming a master. Just imagine the whole idea. How can I get paid to talk into a microphone? 
And and now we have a wonderful sponsor for Family from the Heart. Mm-hmm. I mean, guys, we we are getting paid to have this conversation for you guys. I mean, th- that's happening, and and it's because we've become a master of this. We've we've developed a following, a a, a community of people who have passionate interest and in, and in who are willing to hear what it is that we believe in. And we, of course, we don't take on things that we don't believe in. So, anyway, the question is, what do you desire? And the other the, the other thing is is if money were no object, what would you do? And if money were no object for me, I'd this be is doing, what you do. This is what I'd be doing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I like it. Cool, cool. Anyway, speaking of our sponsors, I think it's time to uh, to do a little bit of a, a thank you to our friends over at TVTalk.com. and Stephanie. They came out with a brand new application. Just came out. I heard in the iTunes App mm-hmm. Store uh, last night. Mm-hmm. All right. So if I pull up this application, I've TV- already heard from a Twitter friend who said it's great. It is amazing, and it has. If I click about version one point one point zero one point one point zero of the TV Talk application is a huge, huge improvement over what was there in the past and and i'm telling you they are really uh they're really kicking things up a notch and what i love and and my favorite thing to do is to go to the listen tab and they have a list of the shows and then what you can do is you can find the shows that you like click on it and then click follow under each of the shows and then it pulls all of your shows that you're following to the top of the list awesome and every time there's a new episode you will see that um, it will tell you that there is a new episode for you to watch. Now, of course, I have I just I actually clicked follow on American Idol and I have no desire to see it. But anyway, you can see my thing there. I'm Mm -hmm. following Covert Affairs. And guess what? There's one new episode. There's one new episode. And it tells me that. And you can even have it set up to where like so you're watching Covert Affairs and the next morning it can send you a push notification. That says, hey, it's ready. you have a new episode of this uh, TV talk, mm-hmm. Covert Affairs, for you awesome. to listen to about last night's episode. And um, that's not all. That's not all. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. They just announced that all of their shows are now being submitted to the iTunes uh, podcast directory. So if you prefer to get your content... Uh, for Under the Dome or Person of Interest and Warehouse 13 and all these other wonderful shows, you can now subscribe to each individual TV Talk podcast in the Apple iTunes podcast directory. So whatever podcatching software that you're using, uh, chances are if you just type in TV Talk, you'll find your favorite show there and you can subscribe to it as well. Um, And my favorite one right now, Stephanie, is Under the Dome. Under the Dome. That is my favorite TV show that's on television at this very moment in time that's on on a weekly basis. And I listen to, is it Doug and Karen, I believe? Uh, But anyway, I listen to them. Let me go to tvtalk.com and I will tell you. Okay. Matter of fact, you can go this. You can go tvtalk.com slash shows and it'll show you the thing. Yeah, it's Doug and Karen. But anyway, they actually talk about the episode right after it airs mm-hmm. on television. And then the very next morning, always the next morning, you'll be able to tune in. And they always bring out something that I missed. Okay. You know, and, and I Doug actually pulls out this one segment. He's like, okay, in this episode, what did we learn about the dome? 
You know, you know, as far as, you know, okay, we learned that it goes extends mm-hmm. underground. We learned that water can pass through it. We learned that you can bounce a tennis ball off of it. Um, you know, but they, but he's, you know, thing is like, hmm, we're trying to get at the mystery of what is this dome? Right. Where is it from? What's its properties? Um, but uh, I think the most interesting thing that we've learned about the dome last week was water can permeate through it. Yes. What else can permeate through it? I don't know. And so, not a cow, not a cow, <laughs> not a plane. <laughs> anyway, tvtalk.com, folks. Um, I encourage you to check it out. See the shows that they have listed there. And uh, I have it on good authority, Stephanie. That I'm getting some shows on there. <laughs> that you're going to get at least one show. Um, I, I think it's okay for me to say this. And, and if not, well, I'm sure that it we will make it out later. No, we'll make it I'm happen. I'm just kidding. Uh, but I'm I'm pretty sure that uh, that Stuart said you can count on scandal. I am hoping so. Yeah, that is by far my favorite television show um, on TV. Um, we I've been watching it. Um, just finished watching season one with Sarah, and um, she's been wanting to watch it for a while. And she asked me if I would watch it with her. I'm like, absolutely. Um, and it's fun because I had forgotten a lot of things that like so much happened in season two. I had forgotten some of the things that happened in season one. So um, it was good to go back and watch it again. Um, I, I love, I love Scandal. Love it. So nice. very cool. And it looks like uh, it looks like they may be coming out with a Breaking Bad on here. I, I, hmm. That's kind of new on here. And that's something that I have on my Netflix queue to Right. To watch the first season of. Have you, do you know what uh, Breaking Bad is? I've heard of Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, I think, is a TV show about a guy who is diagnosed with a terminal illness or something. Uh, He's a chemistry teacher and he, uh, or somebody's diagnosed, and and the way that he is earning money or something like that is to build, to make the best crystal meth or something. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I hear it's a great show, so I don't understand how that could be appealing, but supposedly it's really good. Okay. Awesome. Right. So I know we have a lot left on the list. Yeah, we do. And um, we are we really going to put off for another week what we said we were going to talk about this week? No, I think because there's only seven minutes left. I think what we do is for the last seven minutes, we just go ahead and actually and six, six minutes and talk about that topic. OK, are you ready? I'm ready. Hold on. Do, do we need some music? Do I have that music? Five still? minutes. Here. Here you go. Here we are. It is time to tell you that before we left on vacation, we recorded an episode of Family from the Heart, and we told you about the opportunity to potentially buy a new house, and that we found a model home that we have fallen in love with. It has a floor plan that's amazing, 3,000 square foot plus a finished basement, and and it might possibly work out for us. Right. And we couldn't make, you know, we, we were deciding, you know, do we do this? Do we put the thousand dollar deposit down and all this stuff? And, you know, I wasn't completely committed. And at that point, and, you know, we didn't know what we should do. Right. Well, the very next day, we went and looked at the property again and we left them with. Well, I think before the very next day. Oh, okay. I think after we recorded, wasn't it that same Maybe it was the day before. I don't know. Something changed in you after you took your dad. 
Oh yeah. So was that on Thursday or was that on the Wednesday? I don't remember. That probably but, was Thursday. Um, after you took your dad up there and you showed your dad the house and you showed your dad the plot of land, something changed in you from it could possibly happen to hello, we're moving forward. The only thing I, I don't know is if we're moving forward with this plot or if we're going to go with another option. Yeah. Well, the thing so, is, 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 you know, it, it's not necessarily that I'm looking for my dad's approval or anything. No, no, like no, that, no. He gave you an encouragement. He gave you, he gave my, you a confidence that yeah, my, my you weren't cons- finding on your own. My concern was the size of the backyard and, and stuff like that. And, and so, you know, one of the things I said, you know, so this is where the house would sit and this is what our, ba- the, our mm-hmm. backyard would look like. And he, it's like I think this is this is great, and you know the you know we talked about the fact that it's a wooded lot behind mm-hmm. us. It's private property. It's not future development for homes, and stuff like that. And and he says, you know, he says I wouldn't worry about the size of the yard. Most people most people don't even use their backyards anymore. And uh, he and and I think that what you have, you know, are benefits here for this location, mm-hmm. or you know, would outweigh that. And so. Um, you know that that gave me a little bit more confidence. You know, my dad knows a little bit more about the housing market than mm-hmm. I do. And and stuff like that, and 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 it and it just kind of confirmed in my heart that you know okay, and and the other thing is you know, not again not that I was looking for my dad's approval, but I was right. just wondering you know there I always like to have a little you know the gut check you know yeah. how do how do I feel deep in my heart about this and and I wonder if my you know if I showed my dad would he raise any red flags that I should consider? Right. You know, and that way I could actually take that into consideration. He's like, no, I I think you should go for it. Right. I wasn't, I wasn't saying that you needed his approval. I said he gave you a confidence that you weren't finding on your own. Exactly. Exactly. I was, I was, I was looking for him to come and sit to potentially give me one or two. Eh, Have you thought about this? Have you considered this? I don't, you know, or what he gave you was a, this is a really great opportunity. I think you should, Exactly. Go for it. Because one of the things when I told him about this just over dinner, and I told he says how much <laughs> is it and stuff like that. He goes, you know, gosh, Cliff, that's that's brand new house. He says you might be able to get a little bit more of house for the same yeah. amount of money if you you know buy one that's already I mean that's already on the market mm-hmm. and stuff like that. He, you know, builders you're usually building a you know at a premium, blah blah blah. And so so I had already, prior to the, him coming and seeing, I already had those kind of. You know, not red flags, but, you know, hey. But questions. Have you considered all your options? Right. And I said, you know, yeah, I know we could get an older home, probably get a lot, you know, maybe even more square footage for the same price or the same amount of square footage for less money and and, and stuff like that. And I said, but the one thing that we really like is the the layout of this home and, and stuff like that. And, of course, the builder that we're looking at is called Arling House Builders. And in our home, in our area... Uh, for the most part, they have a very good reputation, mm-hmm. and and again, my dad obviously, you know, I come from the insurance industry. My dad's all about you know homes and selling. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows who's building what homes and 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 what people say about their homes when they've bought them and and are experiencing problems or claims or water damage and stuff. So you know, he came and saw the the house with us with my mom, and and he saw how the inside mm-hmm. looked and the outside, and he's like. This is this is, this is nice. nice. Matter of fact, That's what said. Na- matter of fact, they they even were starting to look at brochures for themselves. They were, which was funny. <laughs> that was funny. But um, so um, before we left on um that Friday, June twenty first, yep, um, we went up to um the office there in the model home, 
And we did put our thousand dollars down um, on that plot, and we have we had ninety days from from June twenty first, which will be September twenty first, um, before we have to start building, or before we say, you know what, we're not going to go forward with it. Right. Now, but I think we've already decided we're going to move forward. We're moving forward with we, it. We are moving forward. We've put the thousand dollars down, and we are moving forward. The question is when we're going to move forward. Um, I want to put it. I do want to put it off as long as I can, just because I want to close on the house as late as possible. Right. Um, And here's my thinking behind that. So, uh, what the model home? It's okay if we go just a little bit over it, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, The model home that we're looking at is um, what price as it sits today? As 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 the model today, it's. Three oh seven nine. Okay, so it's through so three hundred and eight thousand. Mm-hmm. All right, and this has this geothermal uh, ten thousand dollar you know upgrade, right? Yeah. Is, is it a ten thousand dollar upgrade? It's ninety eight. It's nine thousand eight hundred. But that's mm-hmm. how much it is for the upgrade. So if we mm-hmm. actually went with the regular heating would, and air, right? You'd be at two ninety seven nine. Okay, so 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 the, the so basically this is how much more it is, right? Than the okay. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, we're not going to go geothermal, no. I don't believe. Uh, but instead, we're going to go with regular heating and air and stuff like that. So, but the thing is, is we're looking at the opportunity of buying this house. We'll probably switch some things around, but we'll have some upgrades, a little bit of upgrades. Mm-hmm. We've already talked about countertop and stuff like that. So I've been thinking the dollar figure of three hundred twenty thousand. Right. That's that's what I have in my mind. And what we learned is that um, with the builder that we're looking at, we would need to have 5% down to start construction. Mm -hmm. So by the end of 90 days, if we're going to sign a contract with them, when we sign the contract, we need to give them 5%, which by the way, we've already, the $1,000 will go towards Towards that, that. which means we need another 15,000 because uh, 5% of 320000 is $16,000. Right. The most awesome thing is that we already have, have $15,000 in our savings account that we can put with that $1,000. Mm-hmm. So we have the 5% of $320,000 right now. And that's on top of our emergency fund, which is another $30,000. So, um, our, so basically, does that mean we have we have forty five thousand dollars in savings, right? Forty four, because we actually only have fourteen. Oh, I thought them. okay. So then I'm off a thousand dollars. Oh, I got to come up with another thousand dollars somewhere. Yeah. Uh, we need to sell that van. I know. I think we can get a thousand out of it. I've been trying. I I don't I don't care what you do with it, but it's got to go. What well, needs a thousand? We need a thousand dollars. That way, we'll have the sixteen thousand. All right. So anyway, um, so by the end of ninety days, we have to have fifteen thousand dollars more, and we have we pretty much Which have we that. have it right. We have that. Uh, so we already know that at the end of our ninety day commitment to this lot, we could sign a contract and start construction. Now, during between now and the end of this ninety days, we need to actually no, right at the ninety days, we could sign the contract, and that's when we could start picking start, things out. Yeah. But what we, from what I understand, what we need to do is we need to actually go to a bank and, or a mortgage company and get pre-approved for a loan mm-hmm. for the entire amount for the whole, you know, for the what is it? I guess three hundred twenty thousand minus the the sixteen. The 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so we'll need to get pre-approved for that amount, 
And my assumption is that I think is it 20% down is what you need on a new home loan without paying mortgage insurance. I think so. So uh, let's say what is 320,000. I'm horrible at math. Minus 16,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, 320,000 minus 16,000 is 304,000. Thank you. Uh, uh, times, so 300 times 0.20%. You need 60,800 minus the 16,000 we've already put down. So we would, we need to come up with another $45,000. Right. So that's that's the real that's, kicker here. Yeah. You know, where do we come up with another $45,000 by the time this house is finished? Right. So if we start, you said we have uh, 90 days from whatever date. From June 21st. So September 21st. Is when we have to. Is when we have to. Say, yeah. okay, let's sign on the, right. start construction. And from that, then it'll take six months to build the house from. Is that what she said? It'll take six months? Mm-hmm. So that puts us from September 21st, six months later is. It should be March. March 21st. March. All right. So basically, that's not that bad of a uh, thing because here's the deal. We would have our tax refund by, by March then. 21st. Mm-hmm. So if we wait until the last moment uh, and, and have them start the construction then, then we know we would have our tax refund by then. And the goal would be for the business to generate enough income so that we would have at least you know, $45,000 that comes back to us. Right. To us. Which is why we are waiting to the end of the 90 days rather than saying, we have it, let's go ahead. Right. Yeah, because we don't have it. We, we we have what we need to start. Start. But we don't, we have, don't have what, what we, we need, need to, to finish. Buy. Right, to move in. <laughs> so, um, but that but that's why we're, but that's why we will wait. Um, until the end of the until 90 the days. Until the end of the 90 days. Yeah, so we need, so our next step is to sit down and have the plans drawn up and to write out the itemized list so that we do know that we're working, you know, are we working with 320 or are we working with 305? What what are we actually, you know, looking at? Yeah. Um, and so that's the next step. And then we would go. And get that loan. And get that loan. Or, or, or the pre-approval. Mm-hmm. Get the pre-approval. And, uh, and, and then, you know, we got to figure out, you know, if when, when we do get that financing, we need to know, okay, what will our month, if we have paid 20% mm-hmm. down and, and all right. of the stuff, what is our mortgage payment? What's our mortgage payment going to look like? Including interest and taxes. What, what's our escrow? Right. So that we can say, you know, hey, can we afford this? And the question is, is can we afford that on top of what our current merge mortgage is on the house that we live in right now? If this house doesn't sell right away. If this house doesn't sell right away. Right. Right. So that, because, you know, I want to go worst case scenario. I, I know wanna, you do. I totally, I, I, I know you do. I and, know you do. And so I want And you don't want to put this house on the market until closer to our own move-in date so that we're not without a place to live for, you yeah, know. I don't want to live with either of our parents. Mm, me neither. Yeah, I, <laughs> I love our parents. And I'd like to keep it that way. But, um, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. As would I. There you go. So, As would I. Yeah, that is that is, and and you know, worst case scenario, we and it's do. It's exciting. Here's the deal: we do have our emergency fund, which is thirty thousand dollars. But the thing is, is I to just, us that's not that's just not emergency fund is emergency fund right and that's not touchable to us like we don't even think of that as yeah as touchable um now the only way that it would become an emergency fund 
it, you know, expense is if we make this commitment to close on this house and then all of a sudden, hey, we only got twenty thousand right. dollars in our tax refund. We didn't get our forty five thousand right. dollars. Um and and so uh yeah, that, that would be a but real that problem. Would, that would be and a then problem. that would be an emergency and then we would have to you To know, rebuild the emergency. Rebuild fund. the right. But we want to avoid that. The the goal is for the business to pass through forty five thousand dollars in what we call retained earnings, which means that the business has I, I don't know what I, I don't know how to describe it. It it's it's I think the business would need an extra seventy thousand dollars in profit over top of what it you know at the end mm-hmm. of the year. And then we'd have to pay taxes on it and pass through what, mm-hmm. you know, after tax to us, um, retained earnings. So the goal is for our retained earnings to be $45,000. That is the goal. Um, but it's an exciting time. And it is. All of the Ravenscrafts are excited. Like we are all excited about this next step. And I'm, I'm already envisioning what it's going to be like to work in the new space. And right. You know, of course, that's that's the that's the part that like we're really having a hard time with is that we can lay out the the finished basement um, anyway. any way we'd like, and so we know what we want down there. We know what we want it to, um, what its purpose should be, but we're having a hard time figuring out how to lay that out. Exactly, we we are having a difficult time laying out because the the thing is, is the studio will be downstairs. Yes, and the idea is that I don't want the studio to be in in a space where the all the sounds and noises from upstairs are going to just travel around the the stairs into the to the mm-hmm. studio space and vice versa and vice versa. But the other thing is, is that um, you know I don't want to put it right next to the heating and air conditioning unit where you know I'm hearing that the entire mm-hmm. time that I'm working all day long. Although I'm right next to the heating and air conditioning unit right now, right now and it's not that big a deal. Right. So maybe that's not as big a deal as, as what I'm making okay. it out to be. But I, right now I'm thinking it would be, you know, the studio space would actually be the whole chunk that's unfinished. In the back? In the back under the, the kitchen. And my concern there is, you know. Me. In you, my office. Yeah. Upstairs. Be, you in the, your office with Megan tapping on the floor upstairs. Actually, um... One thing that I would love to do, because we know we also want to put our workout stuff down there, and I would love to put a floor in the workout area that the girls could also tap on, Yeah, which I know we could do. And so, yeah. I mean, it's not going to be, um, yeah, we can it's put, not going to be hardwood, like but there's like a pergo, pergo yeah, um, so to put something in the, the workout. workout room where the girls can have a place to to tap and to practice dance. Um, both of our girls are going to be dancing now. Um, McKenna is very serious about getting um, into dancing. She has she has a plan laid out for how she wants you know to go. And um, she was watching Megan's dance videos. She last was watching night. dance videos last night. And um, so I definitely want to be able to to provide for them a space that they can do that. And I think it's just a matter of putting the right kind of floor in the workout room so that they can have that they can have that space. Exactly. Well, there you go, my friends. That's what's going on behind the scenes with the Ravenscrafts here in Northern Kentucky. Yeah. Next week, we have a lot of movies to tell you about. Yes. We've been, yeah, we'll tell you about. We've been movie watching this summer. The Way, Way Back, Despicable Me 2, Red 2. We'll talk about the AMC Stubbs card and more. And more. And more. So, uh, again, special thank you to TVTalk.com for their sponsorship guys go check them out see what they have to offer and uh take the enjoyment of your 
TV viewing experience to a whole new level. And uh, as far as Stephanie and I, we encourage you to ask yourself the question, what do I desire? Once you find out what that is, go pursue it with all your heart. And of course, every week, we like to encourage you to live your life with purpose. Purpose.